If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spinnerfell. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Excuse me, Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. Uh, what an exciting weekend. We now know who's going to uh, fight to represent their respective conferences in the championship game. Divisional round is over, and now we can talk mm. about it. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling pretty good. I, I didn't get to see as much uh, football as I wanted to, uh, as most lie, of you right? in the Facebook group saw I was out. Working on my outdoor ice skating rink, uh, Which looks because great. some things are more important than football, obviously. <laughs> and all of that hard work that went into making the ice skating rink, uh, you know, came to its uh, natural and most brilliant climax last night when I hosted a beer hockey night in Asputin event. Really? Uh, normally, so I started this thing a few years ago where beer hockey night in Asputin is pretty self-explanatory. We drink beer and we play hockey and it's at night and it's in Asputin. Uh, <laughs> and man, in the past, you know, normally like, you know, 10, 15, I think maximum we've had like 20 guys show up. But, you know, because of the pandemic and all the ice halls are shut down and People were hungry, man. Forty fucking dudes showed up to play beer hockey last night. Oh, wow! Did you feed them all? It was chaos. No, everybody brings their own fucking shit, you know. Okay. <clears throat> Actually, I, let me say, thirty-nine dudes and one woman. We had one woman out there <laughs> playing with us too. Oh wow! Uh, <clears throat> and it was it was legendary. It's like one of the best nights of the year to be out there. You know, outside, playing hockey, drinking beer. You know, we play for a bit. We take a break. We pound a couple of beers, and then we go back at it. It's fucking – it's – I can't – there's nothing – there's no day of the year that I find more exciting than that one. It's the best. Uh, It sounds awesome, man. Yeah, I'll put – I got some pictures rolling in from different people. I'll throw some up on the Facebook page just so everybody can see how awesome it is. It's pretty cool. Um. But yeah, these games were good. I mean, I guess I saw I saw most of the Browns game. Uh, I, I, I saw half of the Packers Rams game. Oh really? Um, you didn't watch through all the games? Well, I mean, I did eventually watch all the highlights. Oh, I see what you mean. You mean live? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's that's. I mean, who was gonna stay up and watch the Bucks Saints game or the Whew. Ravens Bills, man? Yeah. They were no. really late over here, but uh, I did watch back through, man. And uh, I mean, we can go through, flip them, pick them now. The results. To see Let's how, do it. How bad I beat that ass. Actually, uh, you in trouble, <laughs> bro. Uh, I figured. I figured that. The score line has officially flipped on 
on top of you. I mean, the game the game is rigged. You know what? <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned that. Uh, because I I almost feel um I feel a little guilty actually. Yeah, you wanted to talk the toss. Uh and I was thinking I thought of a potential rule change. Okay. Which we we could maybe do this next time. Um uh, I think that once so normally we flip the coin and and you know, you pick from there. Uh I think that once we get past the wild card round, perhaps we should flip the coin for every game. Every game. Yes. Because it does it really like especially when there's only four games. Yeah. It, it can get very unfair. Uh, Especially and, when we agree, it's like you have to hope for an upset. Exactly. And last week I, last week I beat you five to one. Uh, this week I got the clean sweep. I beat you four nil. <laughs> <laughs> I really gotta, I gotta come through next week, man. Yeah. All right. So Packers Rams. Everybody knew what this was gonna be. Yeah. Uh, the, the Packers win thirty-two to eighteen. Uh, obviously, you picked the Packers to win this game. Yeah. And uh, what? Um, oh wait, did oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it was a um, a game full of errands. Yeah, you had Aaron Donald playing um, only half <laughs> only half of the snaps. Really, coming in with a rib injury. Mm. Um, it also got him to take some bad penalties, uh, uh, which uh, was you know pretty damaging. Aaron Jones ran for just under 100 yards, keeping the ball in the Packers' hands. He did a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, and then Aaron Rodgers, my God, this he guy. Just, yeah. You, you see, I saw it yesterday. I was watching the NFL Network, and they were talking about Rodgers, and they were showing a slow motion replay, like before he was getting ready to take the snap, and. Like, he's in the middle of the game, and Aaron Rodgers just has this, like, grin on his face. It's almost like he's looking at the defense going, oh, hell yes. <laughs> it's like, wow. I mean, I you know, well, actually, probably the thing that I thought was really interesting about this game was that, you know, a lot was said beforehand about how were the Packers going to deal with Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, arguably the league's best shutdown corner this year. I mean, look no further than the, you know, that first touchdown from the Packers. Did you see that play? The way they had, um, <clears throat> they had Adams go in motion. They had him go from the right side to the left side, mm-hmm. and then he went back to the right side, and it forced Ramsey to run a- around the linebackers, so it sort of cut him off and slowed him down. And as soon as Adams got in place, they hiked the ball. Bam! Rogers hits him, and it's in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, they played him so smart. Um, I, I was really impressed with the with their game plan with, that they drew up to deal with that shit. I'm wondering. Uh, I haven't heard much about that offensive coordinator out of Green mm. Bay. But, Me neither. You know, the the sexy coordinator everybody's talking about is uh, Eric Bieniemy. Right. But uh, I'm wondering how long before everybody's talking about Green Bay's, or do do people just think it's Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. I don't know. I, but, I mean, I don't think so because they, they had some very – I mean, it wasn't just that play. There were a bunch of plays where you could tell, like, they had been specifically designed yeah. uh, to minimize the risk of Jalen Ramsey. 
Yeah, he's a beast, man. He's. <clears throat> I mean, that's um, an honor. If if I were him, I'd be honored that somebody's giving me that much attention when they're game planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that Rogers TD run was hilarious <laughs> with the fake throw. Like that guy. Like rule number one: like never leave your feet. That guy. Exactly. That guy jumps and he just got lapped by an old ass man. That was hilarious. <laughs> and that's in every sport. Don't leave your feet. I know. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I mean, yeah. Cam Akers kind of, you know, sort of seemed to give the Rams a chance to stay in this for a golf, while. He had golf a- didn't look bad either. Yeah, no, no. Golf, it wasn't like a lot of people might have thought golf was going to be their downfall, but it was just the Packers are just ready, man. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the Rams and Jared Goff in the offseason because I think a lot of questions being asked, like, is that really, uh, is that really bad. a guy But I don't know. Either way, I mean, they tried to climb back into this, but then, I mean, you know, when Rodgers got back on the field, he just he put the dagger in their hearts with that that beautiful, what was it, fifty something yard touchdown pass to Lazard. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it was uh, the way he does it too, so effortlessly throwing off oh, his yeah. back foot, throwing, uh, you know, on the run, throwing from the pocket, like however he does it, it's just beautiful. He's so smooth. And so calm. And he never take that. My wife noticed that when we were watching it, when they were showing the replay, she was like, wow, look, he never takes his eyes off of the receiver. Like he's constantly staring this guy down, even though everything's coming in all around him. Packers offensive line obviously deserves a lot of credit. I mean, there were a bunch of play. It was that one play where they were in their own end zone and it looked like the pocket was just collapsing all around him. Uh And Rodgers looks like, like he's just, you know, taking a Sunday stroll. He's like, yeah, no, it's cool. I'm just waiting for my homie to get open. It, it'll be good. He's so yeah. chill, man. He's so chill yeah. under pressure. And then he, it's like, it's like, it just like the craziest thing to me is how effortless it all seems. Mm. He's always got his eyes downfield. He seems not worried. And they lost their best lineman to injury, but they're still just rolling. I just, I hope for the, you know, because they. I mean, the Packers were quite good going into the playoffs last year as well. Uh, and it was when they went up against San Francisco in the conference championship where it was like, oh, damn, they got stomped. Um, Is Tampa built like that? No. No, I don't think so. But obviously, it's, you know, in these one-off games, anything can happen. Uh, yeah, that's so true. we'll see. We'll see. I, mean, I definitely. Um, yeah. uh, okay, we can, talk about, uh, we can talk about Tampa later. Yeah, <laughs> but but the Green Bay look like they're for real. Uh, another team that look for real. Huh. I don't know, actually. Buffalo and the Ravens. We'll talk about that game. Well, uh, yeah. I was expecting. I, I I chose the Ravens to win this game. Right. You did. Yeah, you did. I was expecting the Ravens because they looked good the week before, and uh, Buffalo didn't look that good the first week, right? True, and I mean I think we kind of. Um... We, I think both of us sort of went into this game thinking that Buffalo's defense maybe had some questions to answer, and yeah. man, they were no they joke. Did. I mean, they answered the question like quickly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Raised their hands and got it, yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, obviously they held the you know Lamar Jackson and company to only three points. They had they had at least three sacks. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then two horrible snaps. 
Yeah. You know, it was funny. I heard some people uh, on the NFL network complaining about, I was like, what a dumb thing to complain about. They were complaining about the weather. Like, can't, can't we play these games in dome stadiums? Like, it's such a shame that the what? weather comes, you know, plays a factor. And I was like, bruh, that's better. Like, I miss. I still miss the games where the field turned into mud. Like whatever happened yeah, to that? We're that looking was forward fun. to Lambo next week. Like exactly. it's gonna be nice. Or remember uh, Gillette Stadium all those years when uh, when the mm -hmm. Patriots would have home field advantage and it was fun to see like these nasty weather games or the Bears when they were good. Mm. Yeah. And now so Buffalo. It, I, I mean, obviously the weather played a factor in this game. It was quite windy. Yeah. Justin Tucker is probably one of the best field goal kickers in the league. Uh, never missed from under 50 yards, uh, but he hit the upright twice. Twice. Uh, he took, took turns. All right, I hit that one last time. I'm going to hit this <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's uh, pretty bad. Poor, poor Ravens. I, mean, I feel bad because now, and this is they do this in basketball, and now it's, it's starting to leak over. Basketball and football are like, they're like uh, transferring their worst traits to each other, and yeah. now, now the thing they're they're doing is uh, putting all of this pressure on star players, and uh, and and NFL is the last sport that you could, should do that in, because mm. it's not like basketball or hockey where you're playing both ways, yeah, or soccer or most sports. This one you're mm. only playing offense. You can't say Lamar Jackson, you know, I mean, if he doesn't win at all. Mm. Um, it's like, come on, man. I get it. He underperforms at, at times in these big games, but let's not slap that narrative on him already. Yes, I believe he has the now? monkey. He has the monkey back on his shoulder, yes? Well, I will say this. I mean... You know, throwing a pick six. I mean, you throw. I mean, that throwing in the end zone, picked off. The guy runs it back for 101 yards. It's like, I think that I think the narrative does matter in some ways. I mean, it's that how that pressure. When 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 people expect you to be great, and you yourself expect to be great, and the amount of yeah. pressure that you put on yourself, um, you know, I, I I can relate with what that might feel like to sort of put that amount of pressure on yourself like i can't fuck this up you know and it might lead to mistakes like that um and then of course i mean poor i felt really bad for lamar jackson also um yeah. especially this ridiculous snap that led to him getting a concussion yeah. um smack in the back of his head i've done that shit it hurts like hell um you know and then comes Tyler Huntley. I never even heard of this guy, Tyler Huntley. No, me neither. Uh, I thought I was going to see RG3. He threw that shit so far over Hollywood Brown's head. <laughs> oh, my God. He had him. He was wild. It would have yeah. been a, like, it would have been a, a for sure touchdown. Uh, oof. It's like you can't yeah. forget why these guys are low on the depth chart. It's a reminder that these dudes are, who are starting quarterbacks have – freaking great pre precision and then the drop-off yeah. is normally pretty big between the starter and the backup yeah yeah so uh, it's a it's a big thing all right i know what you're gonna say man go for it yeah fucking uh, we gotta all, say i want to say hold on, hold on i want to say the next thing that skip says this is only skip's opinion and spinfl does not stand <laughs> behind is not responsible for the opinions of all members of spinfl 
Continue. <laughs> Half of SpinFL completely disagrees with the next thing that's coming out of my mouth, which is a big shout out to the Bills fans who uh, Bills Mafia apparently raised $360,000 for Lamar Jackson's favorite charity. Uh, apparently it got started by one Bills fan, uh, organized this thing on Reddit, Reddit, mm-hmm. Reddit, uh, started a campaign like to donate. Oh man. I know. I said red, Reddit, <laughs> it's red and it's an it. I don't know what's happening. No, I'm so like confused. <laughs> uh, yeah, he started a campaign to donate to the favorite charity of Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Uh, yeah, I guess they were just kind of showing some love, like, they're like, yeah, we we love this guy. We think he's good, and we want to, um, yeah. I, I'm, you know, kudos to the these guys are known for being lunatics. Yeah. Uh, you saw that game. I mean, I don't know what the temperature was. You saw a bunch, much of them weren't even wearing fucking shirts in the middle of this game. That was crazy. Um, yeah, the charity is called Blessings in a Backpack, a group that helps feed elementary school children who may otherwise go hungry. So that's pretty cool. Okay. That's cool. Uh, uh, I, I, it would have been great if uh, they would, if they would, if his favorite charity was Colin Kaepernick's charity. <laughs> See if they still give. And uh, Lamar Jackson uh, gave him a little love too. He tweeted, "Appreciate that, Bills Mafia. It means a lot, not only to me but to the kids as well." So that's that's pretty. Yeah. Uh, that's a good cause cool. too, man. I'm 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 glad they did that. Uh, and and then you know, as somebody who's uh, like from a my personal. Feelings. I don't want to go into the whole fandom mm. and stuff, but personally, I feel like fuck all of them. That's how I feel. <laughs> fuck every member of Bill's Mafia. They can kiss my entire asshole. All right. So now we got that taken care of, and uh, I'm being as diplomatic as possible with that. So. <laughs> so I guess they won't be donating to your favorite charity. No, no. My favorite charity is uh, Death to All Bill's Mafia <laughs> organization. <laughs> I know we got Bills fans that listen to SpinFL, and I know next year, next season, we'll have even more. Mm, uh, probably because it's going to be Bills fans, people getting interested, and the Bills are probably probably going to go to Super Bowl. Uh, they're a good bandwagon team, I think. Yeah, you'll you'll see oh, some saying, more. I shouldn't say probably, but there's a good chance they go to Super Bowl, and uh, if they do, you'll get. Them. I mean, I'm glad I don't play Madden because I would be so mad right now. <laughs> every year, every year, like last, last time I played Madden, everybody was the Chiefs all of a sudden. A couple of years ago, when Alex Smith was the quarterback, nobody played with the Chiefs. Everybody was Russell Wilson running around yeah. and shit. So, and you're probably going to see Josh Allen on the next cover of Madden, I bet. Oh, man. Hope, uh, right? I'm not going to say what I thought. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't <laughs> want to see that shit. Yeah, you probably will. Probably see it. Probably. They should put Aaron mm. Rodgers on the cover. Mm-hmm. I agree. <sighs> Enough of that shit. Uh, next game, we got the Browns versus the Chiefs. Very interesting uh, game. This, I, I got a lot to say about this game. Me too. Uh, I mean, I mean, at fir- you know, at first it looked like the Chiefs were going to run away with this. Like, they came yeah. out and it was like, okay, yeah, they're not rusty. Look at them. They look yeah. good. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and that, fresh what was legs. that? They that? look like fresh legs at first. Yeah, and there was that one play. I think it was like their second drive. That 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 great play. The what is it, isn't it called? The jet sweep, the one where they hike it to the quarterback and then he passes it off to the to the wide receiver who's in motion. Isn't that called the jet sweep? Uh, or double reverse? 
Wait, well, no, it's when, he, it's when he's running. He's running in front of the quarterback, not behind. Oh yeah, him. and then they pitch a four, which is technically a pass. So yeah, pass their stats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could call it a jet sweep. It's a, a type of jet sweep. Yeah. It was a beautiful play. Some, you know. Of course, my man, Corbin yeah. Bulldog, Miko Hardman, baby, getting into it. Let's go. Normally they do that with Tyreek Hill, man. That's like almost unstoppable yeah. when they when he hits that corner. If that if the edge is not set, it's kind of a wrap. And that pass to Kelsey too, when he like catches it and runs, just to eat. he like smacked everybody out of it, even his own player. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, bam, I'm going in. Kelsey, man, he's so fun to watch, and and of course Mahomes. I mean, every time I watch. Patrick Mahomes, I just like, like in awe. There's not mm. many quarterbacks that I'm like in awe like that, but I'm just like, man. It's him and Aaron Rodgers right now for me. Yeah, it's just like they're the best two in the game right now, yeah. especially the best two left in the playoffs. I'm just like, wow, it's so fun. Uh, it's kind of fun to watch as a, a fan of football instead of a fan of a Dolphins fan, which I am. It's pretty fun right. to watch it when, with no vested interest. Like, I don't care who wins out of the Chiefs and the Browns. So I'm at the point where I want to see good football. And then I, I didn't think little... I, I didn't think I cared that much. And I'm still, I, I still like the Chiefs. Mm. Uh, I, I didn't think I cared that much, but I got kind of a little pissed <laughs> off in the middle of this game. We'll, we'll okay. get to that in a second. I thought, go, go, go ahead, man. I mean, they, um, I thought there were some questionable flags. Okay. Uh, there was an offensive pass interference against the Browns on a ball that, in my opinion, wasn't even catchable. Mm-hmm. Um, although that was a little weird. Anyway, Cleveland Wait, kind of pulled it together. Offensive pass interference on a ball that's not catchable. I mean, you can still have offensive, but not catchable is for defense. That's what that affects. No, I know, but I just mean like it was like nobody's nobody's gonna fucking catch that thing. Like, and it didn't even look like off- oh, Okay. I know, but it, to me, it didn't look like pass interference anyway. Okay. Um, so I thought it was a little weird, but it get it got worse. Um, I mean, obviously Cleveland kind of put together a nice drive, mm-hmm. uh, and then comes this. Okay, there's like two problems here. The, in my okay, first of all, the the thing where he dives out and and fumbles into the end zone, uh-huh. that's one thing. But in my opinion, this was a fucking helmet to helmet hit. Like okay. I can't believe that didn't get called like that that was because yeah, they say issue. once they review stuff everything is in play right didn't they say that like I, I, that's how i understood it that when they review everything is looked at spotted a ball, i guess you know what i mean but uh, i didn't know that you couldn't add a penalty if it's not seen live i didn't know i didn't know that I'm not really sure exactly how that works. I mean, obviously, I know that some things are reviewable and some things aren't, and some things are challengeable with the coaching challenge. Have you ever seen where they review something and add a penalty? No. I've never seen it either. So it's like... I guess not. And when it comes down to it, that's a penalty. And I've never seen them say, you know what? Because imagine if they review a play and then add a holding, and your team loses 10 yards or, you know, a first down because they were looking at the yardage. People have stopped challenging shit because of that. You to, know what I mean? To it's me, like a, I don't know. To me, it was a blatant helmet-to-helmet contact. If he had done that to a quarterback, I guarantee you they would have thrown a flag. You don't think it was incidental contact? You think he went the for guy, his head? What, whether it's incidental or not is sort of irrelevant because he, okay. he literally he left his... 
He left his feet uh, led with his helmet to hit uh, that guy on his helmet, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, most sports, yeah, their their penalties get called for incidental shit all the time. It's like, it happens in hockey. It's like, oh, I didn't mean to hit that guy in the face with my stick. It's like, well, you you're did, in charge yeah. of your stick, so fuck Damn. you. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, it highlighted um, what, in my opinion, is like the dumbest rule in the NFL. This fumbling <laughs> into the end zone uh, okay. leads to... Um, you know, an automatic turnover. It's basically a touchback. It's a turnover and the other team gets it on their 20 yard line. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, I don't know this thing about fumbling out of the end zone. I just feel like we need to rethink this rule. Uh, if you, for, my first argument is that if you fumble the ball out of bounds anywhere else on the field, you keep possession of the ball. But for some reason, if you turn it over in the end zone, it, it, it's like a completely different rule. What should, I, I the, ball, what should the ball be? Spot? What, what is your solution for this problem? That's a good question. Uh, I personally think. Um, well, I have two. I have two solutions that I think are 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 logical solutions. One okay. would be that you just stick with the rule that applies to everywhere else on the fucking field, which is that the team that fumbled the ball. Uh, retains the ball from wherever the ball was fumbled. Okay, right? so if I'm That's... at the three and I'm trying to get in and somebody knocks the Man. ball loose and then it goes into the end zone, yeah, then the ball should be placed at the three and now I have first end goal on the three. If yeah, it was, that's... if it would have been a first down. That's okay. that's how I personally think it. Should, I think it should be. I think the rules should. I don't think it should be different for just because you're close to the end zone. I, I think that that's stupid. But I understand that some people may not agree with that or they think that that's unfair. So I think for me, the other change to this rule that would make sense is that the offensive team would retain the ball, um, but you would move it back to, I don't know, the ten or the twenty yard line, or something. Like a you, sort of like a, I think other people have referred to this as a potential solution to this rule, and they call it the reverse touchback, basically. Okay, so it's third, third and twelve, mm. and it would have been, um, and I'm and I made my twelve yards right, and now I'm at the three yard line, and I fumble it into the end zone. So that would have made it. I would have had a first down. But I fumbled it into the end zone, mm. and it would have been first and goal, right? Mm. Yeah. If I would have got tackled at the three, so now the ball goes back to the twenty or yeah. the ten. The goes back yeah. to the twenty. We we'll say the twenty. Sure. Does that mean first and goal at the twenty, or does that mean first and ten at the twenty? I'd say first and goal. First and goal at the twenty. So yeah. now I have to go twice as long got, for goal. Now goal you got, go. and you got four cracks at it. Yeah, and I got four cracks at it. <clears throat> there was another interesting solution I found. I don't know how, if I like this. It's called the make it take it solution. Okay. All right. Uh, this is how it works. Uh, the fumbling team, if they fumbled into the end zone, and it went out of bounds, they would be given one untimed down from the spot at which the ball was lost. Okay, so we're saying the three for in our scenario, in our hypothetical. Sure. And okay. if that team could get the ball into the end zone on the untimed play, it would win the right to continue its drive from the spot at which the ball was fumbled. 
but you wouldn't get any points for that. You're just basically winning the opportunity to, to so score. So it's like in basketball, pickup ball, you shoot for the, like, oh, I foul, I foul you. All right, shoot for it. And then you got to shoot. Yeah. And if you make it, then the foul, that's full. No. I mean, not, I'm not saying I football. agree with it, but it, no. the guy who the came up with yet. this solution, the, the guy who yet. came up with it, yeah, well, he, actually, there are some other worse ones in here. Um, <laughs> his, uh, to the death, the defensive tackle. There was, there's one that's like trying to pull a page from the Canadian Football League, which I'm like, just no. I mean, <laughs> that's can't it can't no even if it, the only reason if it yeah just because it's fucking canada no um anyway but um i i personally like the reverse touchback rule that um, one seems to be the best alternative i've heard but i like the actual rule if, tell me uh, why because so many rules are leaned towards the offensive side if I'm the offensive player and, and, and you're the defender and the quarterback throws the ball to me and me and you both catch it and we both go to the ground and we're wrestling for the ball, then the ref blows the whistle, I win. Tie goes to, they do the baseball thing, tie goes to runner. Offense, sure. If they're fighting for it, it goes to the offense. If, mm. uh, if I touch the quarterback in the helmet, then that's a 15-yard penalty. You know what I'm saying? Everything leans towards offense because the NFL wants offense to be rewarded. This yeah. play, if I am a defender and you're going mm. for a touchdown and I smack this ball out of your hand and it goes into mm. the end zone, I get the ball back. But right. if I'm the offensive player and I was running and I'm about to get tackled and I throw the ball through the end zone, right? I just throw it through there because mm. I'm not going to make it. I know I got my first down. Time's running out. I throw it through there, you know, uh, and then the ball, what, I go back say we have the other rule the ball goes back i retain possession if mm. i'm a defender i want to get rewarded for trying to knock that ball loose and if i knock it loose and it goes through the end zone i get an ultimate reward i get the ball back that's an interesting point and i can respect that actually I, I think that's a good reason to be in favor of it but it also brings up a question that i had and i really don't know the answer to this like you know because i i've, I've said many times before like i i've gone through periods where i took a break from watching uh, NFL football, like did, I just wondering, did I miss something? W was there ever a period where you had intentional fumbling into the end zone? Was that ever a thing? Is well, that like where's that this? one play? That's t there's a rule that after a certain amount, I want to say under two minutes, but it might be under four minutes that you can't fumble I think it's, forward. Uh, yeah, it's under two minutes, I think. If you fumble forward, sense. the only person who can pick it up Advanced is the running the ball. Is the runner? So if I yeah. fumble forward into the end zone and my lineman jumps on it, it doesn't matter. We keep the ball, but we go back to where he fumbled from because otherwise people will be just trying to fumble it forward. And this is in the same family of trying to But I mean, did, did like what brought this rule about? Like I don't remember this rule being a thing. No, nah, first time I've ever seen it was the Don Beebe play that everybody talks about. <clears throat> and I don't in remember the Super Bowl. And that was crazy. Like like, was there ever a moment where it was like, oh, people are trying to take advantage, like, intentionally fumbling in the end zone? Sure okay. I mean, this could have been something like Bill Belichick fucking with that one thing with the punt and the... Oh, yeah. Like somebody probably realized, like, hey, man... Let's blame it on Bill Chip. Let's blame it on Bill Belichick. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying the fact that he highlighted that there's a glitch in the system with that punt and, uh, and, and take a penalty, and then the clock is just getting run off and keep t doing this and making them accept or deny the penalty and all of that stuff. 
And then after the season, they looked at this thing like, man, there's a fucking glitch in the matrix here. Somebody probably did that. Like, you know what? Technically, if somebody fumbles the ball into the end zone, they get the ball back. You know what I mean? Or I, I I poked around a little bit to try to figure out like the origin of this rule, and I, I mm-hmm. haven't found it yet. Uh, I didn't I didn't do it. Obviously, didn't do a serious deep dive, or else I would have found it. Um, it's gotta be a rules committee I, thing, man. That's the best thing about football is that every year they meet and they try to make the sport better. And I, I agree with the rule. I, I like it because. At, at for once the defender can you know get that your that part with. of your argument I completely agree with the thing that really I just can't get over is that that lack of consistency you know what I mean like I just feel like what do you mean I, I well I just mean like the the same rules should apply in the red zone or down by the end zone that applies everywhere else on the field uh, um, well I mean it's not you, the same because. I mean, it could really, I mean, it does flip the game a lot, but it could, I mean, if people are knocking the ball into the, like, trying to make it to the line, and, it, like, now you kind of, you don't want to fuck around the fumble. Like, when you're going for that pylon, you got to think about it, squeeze that ball tight because somebody knocking it loose on the way. I just don't understand what's so, what's so special about this part of the field in this particular situation. We don't have any other special rules for that area of the field. There's no extra penalty for missing a field goal when you're in the red zone. No, There's no yes extra. There is, though. I mean, not red zone, but the other way. If you get a holding penalty in the end zone, then that's There's a no... safety. True, but that's different. That makes sense to me. Or There's no extra grounding. reward for... Intentional grounding in the end zone. Safety. Like, when we get also, to the end zone, it's some extra shit. Like, you know what I mean? This yeah, is the end zone. But that's, or the to other me, one, that's a little different. About fumble into the end zone. You can't advance it after a certain part of the game. What if they did it where. So what? After a certain part of yeah. the game, this rule kicks in. What if that. But um, it's always, a, it's always a, a great advantage for the offense. I just think of fumbling it into the end zone, being reckless with the ball could only hurt. It could never be rewarded on, for the defense. That's all I'm thinking when I see that. But I, if I could just fumble it I, in. There's so I, – I, yeah, I guess I've just never really seen that happen before, but maybe it's because this rule exists and I, I never yeah. knew that much about it. But it seems a little weird, you know. It just – for me, it like, there's a lot of things where it just doesn't make sense, you know. Like, mm. also, like, another example is there's no there's no extra reward for, like – you know, a fourth down goal line stand for the defense. You know, in one way, it's great. You stop them from scoring. But the bad part is, is that now you're backed up in your own end zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like you don't get any real reward for that. You wind up putting your quarterback in, in danger of, like, taking a safety. Um, yeah, but you, stopped, you, know, there's, you still kept points off the board. Yeah, that's great. I mean, and that's that's a reward in and of itself. But I just don't understand why this specific play – Warrants that large of a reward. Yeah, it is I a mean, big turnaround. Completely, they should, now, if they did it to the five yard down. line or the one yard line, that'd mm. be good too. I think that could be the improvement. I think defense getting the ball, the other team that was on defense getting the ball, is the right move. Maybe 20 yard line is a little much. That's a lot. Right. Change of possession is good, but maybe the well, five or the one or the two. Maybe the two, since they, they kick extra points from the two. Maybe put them there, and then, uh, all right, we'll see what we can do. A 98-yard well, drive is a lot better. Yeah. Well, I, it sounds like you and I are going to have to agree to disagree on this. I do think there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, chatter about changing this rule but we'll, in the offseason, but we'll see. Uh, no, but that's I, true. No. There's always something. 
Anyway, the game, <clears throat> the game went on. Uh, the Chiefs got the ball, um, <laughs> and and it, you know, um, and even though they didn't score a touchdown, um, man, Mahomes, the way he works down the field yeah. is just, it's it, it's a beautiful thing to uh, watch. Uh, the Browns, I felt like the second half, the Browns really kind of, they had so many opportunities to win this game. Uh, I do think that in the end, the best team won. Of course, yeah. Um, and, and with the you know, but in the second half, we gotta uh, talk about that. Mahomes getting his uh, was his bell wrong? Wrong? I don't even know what happened. It was like it looked like a choke. The, my, the but even before that, my favorite was like the Browns, or like favorite in like funny sort of train wreck style disasters was this uh, interception that Baker Mayfield threw. And the thing that was so funny about it, they come out in the second half, like, okay, we got to come back in this game. And he's scrambling, he's looking for an open receiver, and he does this thing where he points, mm-hmm. right? He points at the guy he's going to throw it to. He's like, point, throw, pick. It was like, dude, what the fuck are you pointing at? The guy knows where you're going to throw it now. <laughs> no, a lot of people do that, though. A lot of quarterbacks. No, I know. But it, but usually they point like, hey, I want you to run. Go this way, yeah. <laughs> like, go that way. But I think he pointed right at the receiver and then threw the ball to him. And the guy just, like, stepped in front of the receiver and was like, nope. Okay. That's I mine. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, they, when they did score, like um, when Mahomes got hurt or whatever, and they scored, I think we texted each other, yeah. and I was saying, like, the fact that that drive was an 18-play, eight-minute drive let me know that this game was going to be over. I did, I felt like I lost hope for Cleveland. They needed a fast score, and then in order to score on the Chiefs' defense, they had to drive. It, it took them the entire field, what, two fourth-down conversions, and then eight yeah. minutes off the clock. It was like... I didn't feel like and they this, could win anymore. The Mahomes concussion was really weird because yeah. it really didn't – it didn't look like he ne- – there was no helmet-to-helmet contact. Nah. Uh, it, it didn't look out. like his head hit the ground particularly hard. But nah. it, obviously something happened. He landed on the back of his head, though. Uh, yeah. But I, I don't know. I was just like – I thought he got choked out and tried to get up too fast. But That's what I thought, that, too, because he had his hand around his neck you know, when they went down and uh, I mean, something obviously happened. Cause when he stood up, his legs were just like, uh, he was wobbly. <laughs> yeah, was a newborn like... deer <laughs> yeah. fresh out of the deer's vagina. He just, but I'm I'm sure he'll play next week. The NFL wouldn't have it any other way. So I'm not that worried, but still, but I mean, how, how how much credit do you have to give to Andy Reid? I mean, Amazing. seriously, he, he sends out the backup quarterback, and at first, you know, they're handing the ball off to the running back, Williams, who had a great game. Yeah. Uh, and he, he, it kind of ah. made you think, like, you know what, they're not going to throw this ball for the rest of the game. They're, they're just going to keep handing it off to that guy. And, and just when you think they're going to do that, Henny starts throwing darts, right? He started uh, the first start one was, like, to uh, Tyreek Hill on the right side. And that was yeah. like – Shocked, because I've seen Chad Henney's broken my heart a bunch of times as a Dolphin, so I was like, ooh, he's older too, and he just comes out, and I, I was shocked, um, but then he throws that punt. <laughs> oh my god, that had to be the worst interception in the, in the league this year. Was, yeah, oh yeah, that was so be. bad. I was like, what is he doing? I mean, How fast does he think Tyreek Hill is? But that's when I really started to think, like, okay, the Chiefs can do this. I mean, they pulled within five. Uh, the Chiefs the took that bad. 
The Browns. Uh, yeah, the Browns pull within five. Chiefs got that really bad crackback block penalty. Oh uh, yeah, that's not. You know, Henny with that. I mean, whatever. It was what it was. But you know, the interception. Uh, the Browns. You know, with six minutes to go. Uh, you know, they really looked like they could have pulled this off, but then. I don't know this. I mean, obviously hindsight, it's easier to look back with hindsight and think like, okay, fourth and long four minutes left in the game, maybe punting is the right decision and, and just hope that your defense can, can get the ball back. But it, it, it but they didn't, they never did. Uh, and I mean, you serious shout out to Chad Henney. I, I mean, the how way he closed out this game. How about the fake with, of uh, pretending that they're going to run you know, let, try to get you to jump off sides. I've never seen it yeah, done exactly. like that. Because everybody yeah. kind of relaxed. You know what I mean? All the... the but even the, before that, that that long, like, you know, that gutsy run on third and 15 just oh, to get him... Yeah. Just to get him to fourth and inches was yeah. like, what is he doing? Like, where is he going? Yeah, he had a uh, lot of... Yeah, that was... Uh, Chad Henney had, had a great quarter. Uh, not great quarter. Was that Tony, was, Tony Romo was on this game too, wasn't he? Yeah, Tony Romo's the best. But Tony Romo... He was freaking out. He yeah. he and everybody everybody thought that that the Chiefs were just going to try to draw the Browns offside, yeah. and then they ran a play. Uh, and his I heard his rea- his reaction was hilarious. He yeah, was, was he, yeah. he's like, I can't believe they. Oh my God, Andy Reid. Oh Andy. <laughs> it's like yeah, Andy Reid. Yeah. yeah Shout out to Andy Reid. That guy's man. got some serious fucking stones, man. Especially when your backup is in there. You know that's man. That's just flexing. That's some Sean. Payton. And he's so. He's so cool too. Like he, I saw the post game interview, and they were asking him about that play, and he said, uh, he he said, yeah, when we didn't make it on third and fifteen, I just turned to the enemy and I said, you ready to roll? He's like, <laughs> he's like oh hell yeah. Uh, and and he said, I called up to my guy up in the booth and I said, you guys got a play? And he's like, oh, I had I had this play drawn up like three plays ago. I'm ready. Wow. Let's go. Let's do this. I mean, the Chiefs are ride or die, man. You gotta I love like it. it. I, I saw, I heard somewhere that um, if they wouldn't have won a Super Bowl last year, they wouldn't have played it like that. But just the the uh-huh. the, the confidence after winning the Super Bowl is like, ah, let's go for it, man. If we don't get it, we already got one before that type of vibe. <laughs> Which sure, is interesting. maybe. Yeah. I can understand uh, that. Yeah. Final game of the week of the weekend was Saints Bucks, mm. man. And that's another one. I thought the Saints were going to pull us out. And uh, I got that shit wrong, too. Mm. And, like, I thought the, Bucks the Saints looked really 20. good. I thought the Saints looked really good early. Uh, I mean, they seemed kind of dominant in the first quarter. Uh, yeah. I mean, both teams had trouble finishing in the red zone, obviously. Um, that fucking end age. around. <laughs> huh? I said it comes with age. Yeah, exactly. Uh, can't get it up uh, anymore. Shooting dog water. <laughs> shooting dog water. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, uh, they both looked like they couldn't throw the ball downfield. It was like, come on, man. Yeah, well, the Saints, uh, yeah, they had such uh, little faith in, in Drew Brees to throw the deep ball that they brought Jameis Winston in to do that one play. That was sick. Ah, uh, <laughs> such man. a sick play. That's like, that's like, can you be more disrespected by your coach? Nah, I mean, we think you're a better quarterback. You just, you just throw like a bitch. So, uh, 
That was such a sick play. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. I mean, I I still thought the Saints were gonna pull this out. Um, but then that fumble, the fumble by Cook, I felt like was the major turning point of the game. Yeah. Um, and then Drew Brees forgetting on. what color his team is wearing. Exactly. He, he goes on to throw two picks. more picks. Oh my god. Total of three on the day. How about this fucking Bucks linebacker, Devin White? Yeah. I mean, this yeah. dude was everywhere. He had he had ten tackles. Wow. He's the guy. He recovered the fumble and he had a pick. The guy was all over the place. Yeah. And he also, um, you know, Kamara still had a fairly decent day on the ground, but Devin White was shadowing Kamara. Uh, he completely shut him out of the passing game. Man, and didn't we say this, like, um, we said this before the game, or I've said this, that it seems like teams don't realize that they're probably going to throw it to Kamara if he runs a route. I mean, Drew Brees can't throw it down the field anymore. A lot of this stuff is underneath. Just watch Kamara. And yeah. uh, the Bucks listen to Spinnerfell. We know this as a fact, so I'm glad they did. You're welcome, Tom. <laughs> Tampa Bay. <laughs> And, uh, um, and the Bucks are one win away from going and hosting the Super Bowl. Yep. That's huge. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> that is huge. That yeah, is so pretty we'll, huge. We'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, uh, I wasn't super impressed, but they still put up 30 points. I, I actually think that uh, – I, I, I think the Saints – I mean, aside from making too many mistakes, I think they missed Taysom Hill. Um I, I don't think you can underestimate how difficult it is to prepare for a team that has yeah. this weird kind of creative, unpredictable wrinkle to their game plan. Yeah. Um, and the Bucks made a ton of mistakes, too. A lot of penalties, a lot of yeah. stupid penalties. Arians. Uh, Bruce Arian, man. Yeah, and the Saints just weren't able to capitalize. Um, yeah. I, 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 but because of those bad penalties... I'd be a little worried if I was a Bucks fan, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, you gotta you gotta have your shit together in Green Bay. Cause yeah, if you start doing that shit against Green Bay against a quarterback like Rodgers, who can throw he can throw any ball, short ball, yeah. deep ball, medium ball, he can throw it when the receiver's covered. Uh, he yeah, you do not need to be taking these stupid penalties against a team like Green Bay. No. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see, man. It's going to be an exciting weekend to see who's going to the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll talk more about that next episode. Uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. And I'll get to pick. Yeah, because how does that shake? The Both games are on Sunday, right? Yeah, they're both on Sunday. Both games are on Sunday. The Bucks are going to play. Uh, uh, Bucks are going to play the Packers. I think that's the early game. Yeah, that game starts, that starts at 9.05 p.m. Yeah. And then the, uh, and then the Bills are going to play. That she's got. How good is that gonna be? That's gonna be we're a gonna great be, game. It sucks that when it comes on at one a.m. I think I'm gonna watch that live though. Hmm. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> I might not. Game. I got something to do Monday too. Ah, we'll see. Uh, I'm. Yeah. Uh, I might watch the entire thing instead of just watching a condensed version. I might want to catch the whole coverage, so I might watch the entire game afterwards. Try to stay on like social that. media and watch it in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I might do that. It's I might easy. try to That's do that. That's easy yeah. living here, man. It's easier to do. I think I'm. I was actually considering that also. I think I may try to do that too. Just watch it like, and just try get to... the feelings and yeah, and and live tweet. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
Oh, like, oh my uh, God! Did you guys you know see that? Fumble, Everyone's right? like, "Yeah, bro, that was yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! What up, boy? Fire that kicker! <laughs> uh, the, uh, don't even say what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> you know, fuck. All of our friends back in the states are gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, dude?" Just watching the game. Keeps tweeting. He's tweeting more than ever. What's the uh, time difference over there? <laughs> Exactly. They got tape delay. Uh, <laughs> um, I got a, uh, a. I got before we get out of here. I want to go through an origin story. Uh, reminders nice. to people that um, we want to hear how you became a fan of your team uh, mm. or the fan of the NFL. If you don't have a team, if you don't have a team, you got to hurry up and get a team. But um, send us your origin stories. We'd love to hear them. Um, our email. I can suggest. NFL, I can suggest this team right here. Atlanta Falcons? Where is it? Fuck. Oh, there they are. Okay. Yeah. You can uh, be a Falcons fan. You can be a Dolphins fan. You can be a fan of any of the 32 teams. Don't just, just don't be, don't be a non-fan. That's weird. All right. So, yeah. so send it in. Uh, you can email us at spinnerfellpod at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram, spinnerfellpod, uh, or hit me up on Instagram. If you follow Skiff, hit him up on Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter, John Fraud Van Dam. It doesn't matter. Just let us know so we can uh, share your story. Um, this next mm. one, uh, I don't know the person's actual name. Mm. I don't want to say their Instagram handle. They sent this to me on Instagram. So, But mm. this person is a 49ers fan. All right? And here's their, uh, here's their story. I grew up in the 1990s. Oh, they just said 90s. But I made them sound old by writing 1990s. <laughs> I grew up in the 1990s and had a friend whose mom's uh, partner played in the Swedish national American football team, winning huh. the European championship and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's good, man. Whatever that means to an American sport. <laughs> My friend, of course, owned a copy of Madden on Xbox and we played, but I never really understood anything. He tried to explain, but heck, it was a confusing video game and sport which I understand. I love all kinds of sports, but because it wasn't shown anywhere, the closest I got to it was seeing the Orlando Jets in Mashta for my friend nice. and his, uh, and his uh, stepdad played. Fast forward to 2013, I was studying at university here in Stockholm uh, and started to rediscover the sport through some friends, highlights, etc. Uh, okay, Super Bowl Sunday, me and my friends were sitting at home studying for a test Monday morning when we discussed how interesting it was that two brothers were coached against each other in the Super Bowl. Guess what Super Bowl that is? Uh, shit, I don't remember. It was Ravens 49ers, the Harbaugh brothers. Oh, of course. Yeah. At about 10 p.m., we decided to watch it together. The game comes on two hours later here, for people who don't know. One of my friends, Daniel, or Daniel, as we would say, picked me up and drove to another friend. We have to cheer for one of the teams to make it interesting. I said, so we flipped the coin, making it the 49ers. Ah, I love it. I love <laughs> they, anything that involves flipping a coin. I'm all in. <laughs> they got stomped 21 to 6 by halftime. Yeah. Well, if they start the second half with an early, with an early touchdown, they might have a chance, he said. Second half begins with a Ravens kickoff return for a 108-yard touchdown. Fuck me. Oh, and if that's not enough, a 34-minute power outage. Remember that? 
Yes. 34-minute power yeah. outage. We wanted to get some sleep before the test, but that was no Ugh. longer an option. Turns out oh that was God. the best thing that could happen for the 49ers. Bam, bam, bam. Touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. 28-6 turned into 34-29, and the 49ers had a drive into the red zone, but couldn't convert when the refs did not call a pass. I love this fandom right here. The refs did not <laughs> call a pass interference in the end zone on fourth down. So my first game was a loss, but damn, was a hell of a ride. Wow. Been faithful. Uh, oh, let me see. Uh, in the morning, we went to school, still a bit buzzed, and nailed the test. <laughs> Been faithful nice. to the 49ers since and have uh, each year watched more and more NFL. And this year, basically, watched every watch Red Zone every Sunday. My friend dissed the 49ers a few years after the horrible for the Patriots. Trash friend. Yeah, fuck Daniel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What a great origin story. Yeah, that was great, man. That was, that was a great origin story. Shout out to you, man. I, don't, I didn't get their name. They got a weird uh, handle that I don't want to give out. But Man, there was a lot going on there. Yeah, man. That's, that's what I'm talking about, man. So send in I your love origin that stories. It's fun. Becoming a fan on the flip of a coin. Yeah. Uh, sticking with it, yeah. even with the loss. And uh, they had some tough years since then, too. Yeah, and the... And, and the friend throwing that dude under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. It was yeah. A lot of good, a lot of good action in that origin story. Well, now it's been through it. They fired Harbaugh for just like personality yeah. conflict clashes, and then they brought on Chip sure. Kelly. That didn't work out, and then now they're working with Shanahan. So we'll see. It seemed to be they have found the coach. So we'll see. Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're they're the one team that didn't make the playoffs this year that I feel the most hopeful for next year. Oh yeah, uh, I think they're Despite one of the most unluckiest. The they went through, yeah. Yeah, I think they're one of the most unlucky teams of the of the COVID football season. Yeah, definitely. All right, so that's that's it for this episode of Spinfield. Thank you guys for checking it out. We'll be back on Friday, and and sorry again to the Patreon subscribers that uh, we we did a we we recorded. A pregame show, but we had um, technical difficulty and couldn't put it out because Skip sounded like a goddamn dolphin. So, an actual mm. dolphin. <laughs> Shit was weird. So I was trying to record like in the bathtub, and it, you know I was literally <laughs> underwater. It didn't work. Didn't work out. We're trying something new. Can't win them all. <laughs> all right, so we'll be <laughs> back uh, next episode. Thanks for checking out. It's Jonathan Rollins. Skip Misara. And it's, uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Ooh, later, y'all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.